a lot of times you do need to flip that and go, okay, this is something that she's going to grow from as well. Because otherwise, I mean, I would have been like in a hotel, hire a nurse. I didn't want to inconvenience. Whereas now, if we both journal on this, this experience, it's been so many facets of, you know, learning about ourselves, but also learning about you. You know, I love to see you in your element with Nathan and just, you know, having us come in with kids and, I mean, come on, she let Leilani play with slime guys and her house is like I think it's white the whole thing (laughs) I love it and like that's so important to me too because like I just never want to you know I never want to give someone the idea that I think being clean is more important than being a human and enjoying yourself Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today, one of my absolute favorite guests because she's one of my favorite humans and she's actually standing right in front of me in my own home, the one, the only, Amy Ledeen, you guys. I'm so excited for this conversation today. We talk all about female friendships and we're going to talk about how it's been for her living with me for the past eight days. So it's not every day that you get to stand in front of your best friend in your own home and record a podcast. I'm so excited. Amy and I are back and we are talking all the things today. There's so many topics we wanted to discuss, but one that we are getting so much now is the power of female friendships. I think I can write a book on this now because I needed the friendship. So this is perfect for us to talk about today. So where do we jump in? I don't know. This is so crazy. We're feeling like so awkward. We can talk for eight days. We have, Amy has literally been here. This was day eight. She's been at my house for her explant surgery and we've gotten into our routines of basically not getting out of our pajamas until like literally noon. We both are kind of showered at the moment, but there's just been so many hours that we've just been chatting about all the things and you're finally feeling good enough. So we thought we would record a podcast today and everyone's asking about how we created this friendship. And I think that it's really important for us to talk about it because neither one of us, I think, came from an upbringing, not even an upbringing, but we came from a situation where we had tons of female friends. But ever since we've both been stepping into self-development, mindset, growing ourselves, growing who we surround each other with, It has been this amazing experience where I feel like I am now having these high vibration female humans in my life. And obviously you're one of them that like raises, I love this. You were talking to Nathan last night. Nathan's my husband. 
You were talking to Nathan last night about investing in yourself to make sure you keep leveling up the temperature in which you think, in which you act, in which you associate with people with. And I thought that was so brilliant. And you bring up my temperature 100%. Well, and you do too. And I think that is so important is I even strategize my years. I mean, we talked about this last night that last year due to the pandemic, I didn't travel. And in the years prior to this, I've tried intentionally to have six to eight events or connections that I know will help keep that temperature up because a lot of us don't have the local friendships. And I think that that's just a silly thing to think that like you can't have online friends because I'll hear people, oh, well, I don't have anybody local. Well, I didn't either. And so this is where events and just paying for friends, you know, like on that other podcast, you know comes into play because it's so, so important. And if you would have said to me two years ago that I would be staying with a girlfriend for eight days and allowing her to help me, and I would have told you you're crazy. And now fast forward, I cannot imagine my life without having you and having other females just to help keep me in check for lack of a better word. Yeah, no, totally. And I actually think that we probably end up diving in about how the experience has been with you being here because I'm the first one to admit, and I told all my followers this, I was so nervous for you coming because we do have such a great friend friendship. I respect you so much. And I didn't want you coming into the house and being like, oh my God, get me the fuck out of here. Like I cannot literally stay here for eight days because this is hard for both of us. Both of us have routines. Both of us have things that we like to do. We're both type A, high achievers. Your kids are here. My husband's here, all the things. But we have both learned a ton this week by living with each other. I mean, I'm the first to admit, like on maybe day four or something like that, like my alarm didn't go off and we both slept till seven. And I like, and Amy looked at me, she's like, you're in panic mode. I felt for you so much because I know how I feel in my house that if I wake up and other people are already awake, it's reactive mode for me. And I love that quiet time just like you do. And so I felt for you because I'm like, oh my gosh, I know not having my regular routine is so important. So that also taught us that we didn't die. We still survived. I mean, I'm still living here. You know, I'm still making it every day. And that sometimes you grow in these types of situations because it's made me see that it's not the end of the world if I don't get those things in. And like I said to you, I have had that perfection attitude, that high achiever attitude. Sometimes that can hurt us because we don't um, we don't put ourselves in uncomfortable situations and that's where you grow. I mean, I probably would have never done this because I'd be like, I will just stay at a hotel because I can control that. I can control what's around me versus coming and spending this amount of time with you has taught me so much. And just, I get to see, you know, more of you. Yeah. And that's, what's like the cool thing about it is that we actually are getting face-to-face one-on-one time together. And Amy and I have only known each other, not even a full three years now. And now we are so close, obviously never have spent this much time in person. Now she's living in my house. We're sharing the same bed. I'm doing her laundry. Like her kids are all, all around us doing all the things. And it's been such a great experience for both of us. Cause I've seen the way that you interact with your kids and Nathan and I are just like, blown away thinking we respect it so much and then you coming into our relationship and seeing how how we react how we live on a daily basis and it's so big and we would never have been here had we not invested in ourselves had we not gone to you know we met in chris and Lori harder's fast foundation mastermind three years ago and it was you know a very uncomfortable situation for both of us neither one of us had been in those type of situations for a really long time and we were thrown for those who don't know 
our how we met, you know, the story has kind of now become this thing of how we met. We were the there's four girls, me, Steph, Amy, Yasna. We all rented a house. Not none of us knew each other before we got there. And we had two bedrooms and we were like literally like all four of us were like oh, fuck, this is not the way it's supposed to go. Like, Amy's husband, you you can tell the story because this is pretty good. I was actually, like, speed dialing, speed texting, actually. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's only two bedrooms. I cannot do this. And he's like, all right, I will find you a hotel. I will get you your... Like, he was really just trying to, like, help me because he knew that I was in panic mode. Like, I had not been and you know it's a vulnerable thing to be alone with people and I got to share a bed and now they're going to, like, see me. And... I am so happy now, you know, seeing that. And I will say being here in Christina's house, one big blessing is I see that she like walks the walk. And that is so important. I know that will be another podcast that we have is that 90% of people that are out there are really not living the way that they're sharing. And I think that's why we connected so well is, you know, you can kind of, I mean, your values attract your values. And one of mine is just being authentic. And so it's no wonder that when I come here, I get to see in her office that she she literally lives exactly the way that she preaches. And that's super important, you know, for me to see. And now, I mean, I want others to see that, you know, from her. But yeah, that that weekend, I mean, I was about to go into a hotel room and then, you know, Christina said, come on, you, we, we at least should just try this one night. I mean, we were sharing a freaking bed. Like this wasn't even just a room with twin beds. I'm like bed bunking with this person. No, for me, way worse is sharing the bathroom. I'm like, oh my God, we both, and you know, TMI, but we both have to take a shit in here in the morning. And this is like so awkward. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is like, my husband went in the back bedroom for like the first year of our relationship for crying out loud. But you know what? It, it's, it ended up being the biggest blessing out of our lives. That's how we got super close, super fast. And you know, one thing that Amy and I are thinking about doing this possible year, and I know that our social media is going to blow the hell up once you guys hear this podcast, but we're thinking about hosting an event together and perhaps doing a retreat right after it. And the number one reason why I see women not doing the retreat is because they are so afraid to be put in a space like you and I had to go into. And I'm the first person to tell everyone, no, you don't get your own room. And, and I remember one person like literally is like, no, I'm not doing that because of that. I'm like, no, 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 this is intentional. Yes, I can probably find a house that ha everyone has a separate bed, but this is very, very intentional being put in a room with someone that you don't know that you're not super close with. And you know what? You may leave the weekend, not the way Amy and I did, but you will leave the weekend grown in some regard because you are putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation. That's one thing that both she and I preach is that we have to be in uncomfortable situations and yet you were even thinking, oh crap, do I really want this woman to take care of me for 10 days as I'm doing this, this uh, surgery and, you know, do my laundry and have my kids and be vulnerable. But this is such a growth for both of us. We both are realizing that like life is not going to come to a, a screeching halt. You know, I want your kids to feel way more comfortable here than I want my house to be clean. You know, that's one thing because your kids were like, oh my God, it's so clean. We can't make a mess. I was like, no, 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 I don't want those stories because I do understand that like, those are a lot of my old habits of going, oh my God, I always have to clean up. It has to be perfect or whatever, but that's not true. I want the girls to leave here going, I love Christina. I love her house. And she loves me more than she likes a clean floor. And there's so many of you out there that are listening to this, that that would be a trigger for you because there's so many of us who grew up that way, right? Where we felt like, 
our need for to control everything, put it in a box, have this routine is something that's so important to us and we don't find joy in the other things. So this has been a huge blessing for me in that regard. But coming back to the main topic of like, how do you find these friendships? How do you grow these friendships? You know, one thing that Amy is, is working on that I've done pretty good, but you know, obviously you've taught me so many things, but being very intentional. Like I am very, very, very intentional about connecting all of us and making sure that we have phone calls scheduled, making sure that I'm reaching out. Um, you know, one of the girls in my mastermind just this semester said, how are you so intentional about doing that? Well, it's just like anything else. How is Amy so intentional about looking like a freaking rock star all the time because she's working out and doing, doing her things. It's because she is extremely intentional about what she's doing. And to me, friendships, relationship, human capital is my number one. You know, that's how I, I feel like I was so successful on the golf course is every single time, like it didn't matter if this client was not even hiring me for another year. I went out of my way to remind myself very much consistently, like, how can I add value to this person? How can I reach out to this person? So I'm on the tip of their, their mind when the next time something happens. And it's not always about like, what am I going to get out of it? It's, it's kind of like, how can I serve the universe? And just know that like, if I do that really well, the universe is going to give that back to me. That is so important because I feel like there's a lot of transactional people. And I've asked you, I mean, one, just to rewind, if you are someone that's telling yourself the story, like I'm not good at connecting. Cause I said that is there, it's a skill that you can actually get better at. And so for Christina, it now comes second nature. Obviously for me, it wasn't. And I had to, like, I reached out to her and I'm like, what are the kinds of things I should be sharing with friends? Like, is this normal? Because and it sounded so silly, but I really wanted to be a good friend. And for me, since it doesn't come naturally, I put reminders in my actual phone. And at first I'm like, wow, does that make me shallow? Or does it mean that I don't care? No, it's just, it's, it's no different than any other thing that you want to be reminded about. And eventually it's like your morning routine. I have to write it down at first, like line by line, and then it becomes second nature. With friendships, it will become second nature for me, but it was not something like I would see how connected, you know, Christina was and how it's very important to her. I mean, when we have our group calls, you're like, we have to book it right now. It's because she knows better than me and that she knows that most people maybe won't do that. And so it's like, we have to put that date down. And so for me, it's like, I, I'm not ashamed to say that I put it in my calendar as a reminder to reach out to someone, reach out to a friend, because I just can get caught up in my own business and I know this matters to me. And so you have to start showing yourself, Hey, what matters I got to be doing. And so with me coming to that, you know, mastermind, did I learn anything new that I didn't already know in business? No, but I would have paid that 6,000 or whatever it was all over again for the friendships. And I think that is where people get so triggered because they feel like they're paying for something, but it's, we're all paying for something at that level. So it's not like you're the only one doing it. It's everyone is paying, which already makes me in my mind go, these people are serious. Like they're serious about personal development, you know, no different than your event. You know, it doesn't have to be say a mastermind at first, but all those ladies that came to decide it's your turn. I knew immediately. I like these people. These are my peeps because they've invested money to be around other women to get better. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's a hundred percent bang on is that we all are in the room. We know that every person in the room has some skin in the game. Every person in the room is very intentional about being there. You know, I've said it a thousand times, but it's, you know, you're probably not going to go to the, go through the Starbucks line or the kids school pickup or walk through the neighborhood and find these type of people. You have to be very, very, very intentional about it. And I know some people go into masterminds, retreats, events, whatever. And you're like, I'm going to get this one thing out of it. And then you don't. And you're like, oh my God, that was the biggest waste. But I actually don't believe that's true. You know, something Chris Harder said on one of his podcasts was the fact that like every single investment he's ever done, he did, none of them, even if they didn't, even if they were quote unquote shitty, he always got something out of it. He's always like, okay, amazing. I know I'm not going to do that next time. Or, oh, amazing. I didn't get that, but I got this. Circling back to one thing that you said that I think is really, really important is you have talked about how it had to be very intentional with you about like how to show up to other friendships, how to do that. And I think that that's something that's like, you know, a lot of us girls find foreign, you know, some people have always felt like, okay, I've always had good girlfriends. I've always been in the sororities, all the things. And then there's the other side of us. And I was this type of person who I always had guy friends. You know, I always felt like guys were less drama. Guys were easier. Guys I could hang out with. And all of that is true in some regards. However, I believe that I put that stereotype on it because I was not confident in myself. I was not enough confident in myself to know that like I had something to bring to the table. I was always like worried about how I looked or what I was doing or who I was associating with or will they think that I'm cool or pretty and all of the things, right? And I think that that is the reason why. And yeah, some women are bitches, but guess what? Some guys are dicks. Like there's tons of us in the world. You know, you're just, you, you put the stereotype on those women are me. Well, that's actually not the case. It was, I was thinking those things about me. And so I was putting it on everyone else. So I was seeing it from that lens. And the minute I started working on myself, the minute I started taking care of myself more and realized that like, yeah, I'm a really I'm a damn good person. And you know what? I'm attractive enough and I am enough. Like I am worthy. I am enough. It's amazing how I started finding the people who were in that vibration. And I think that that's so important because if you are not finding a great tribe, it's probably has something to do with you not being a hundred percent believing that you deserve to be in that tribe. 100%. I mean, that's like the number one thing with most women that I ask, what is it that something you want? And they're like, I want better friendships. Well, then you've got to, you've got to attract that by showing yourself that you are deserving of that. We all are. I mean, I remember seeing Christina at the mastermind. I mean, of course, I like totally scoped out everybody before we got there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she is so beautiful. And, you know, I felt, how am I going to be friends with her? And you know, you really need to like dumb it down to your seven-year-old self. We all deep down inside are like, will you be my friend? Circle yes or no. And that's what we really needed to get to that first night was sitting in bed. And I'm like, I'm, I want to be your friend. You want to be mine? You know, and so many of us are afraid to do that. And that's like a story. I mean, it could be rejection in your childhood. It's why I talk so much about therapy is a lot of us have this abandonment or rejection issues where we are too afraid and you're holding yourself back. You're not going to the event because you're like, no one's going to like me. I mean, I've had people at our LBC events that are like, I don't want to room with anyone because no one is going to pick me as their person. Well, guess what? Your roommate is thinking the same damn thing. 
A hundred percent. And one thing that I think that you said too, that I think is, is really important is you're like, I had to ask what a true friend does. You know, I remember that conversation where you were having a bit of a breakdown and you just like totally vented to me and you were crying and you felt fine when it was over. And you're like, you wrote me a message after and you were like, I'm so sorry that I did that. I can't believe I did that. Is that too much? I was like, literally, like, to me, that didn't even cross my mind. I was like, is it too much? What are you talking about? That's what friends do. But if you're one of those people who have never had those type of friendships, and you're worried about having those, like, again, like, that's part of a friendship. I would never want Amy to hold something back from me, because then I would be afraid that I can't share with her. And it's the same thing, right? Like, you can't expect something from someone. Like, I couldn't feel like if I got bad news or had a bad day or gotten a business issue or fight with my husband that I couldn't call Amy because I would hate for her to tell me, oh my gosh, I just shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. Well, then in my brain, I'm going, oh shit, I probably shouldn't say these things to Amy. Like it's the same give and take. And some days you're going to be a train wreck for a month. Like there was time where I was a train wreck for uh, like a long period of time when I was doing my decides to return event like three years ago, I was a mess a lot of times. And then I was kind of like more of a stable and Amy's had her bad moments too. Like we're both laughing because it's so true, but you can't hide those things from people that you actually need the support from because that's what real friendship is for. I have zero desire to talk about fake shit and gossip about other people. And I think that's one thing that you and I really, really connect on. Oh my gosh, 100%. And when I, I remember that conversation because I just wasn't used to, obviously I'd had a lot of surface friendships over the years that really did nothing for my growth. And so when I did share that day, I mean, I was having this like vulnerability, like hangover, like I'm like, oh my gosh, now I've just shared too much with you. And then afterwards, I mean, you obviously made me feel so good about it, but it made me see what a friendship can be like and how you need to have those friendships because as much as a lot of us might be married or have that partner, it's different. It's no, you know, I always say, I mean, your spouse has a dick. That's a big difference than your your friends. So I always say, you can't be getting jealous because you don't have, you know, Christine doesn't have a dick at the end of the day. <laughs> but it is, it is the truth. And there is so much power in the female friendship that, I think people are missing out on that. They think that they have enough in their relationship. You don't have enough. I'm telling you right now, you don't have enough. It's why you have to take girls trips. You need to have time alone because that's when you really see who you are. Yeah, I love it. And I think also too, that we really need to talk about too, is like you and I can just like babble on and on and on and on, but like not one time have we spent like in eight days that we've been together, there hasn't really been one time that we have ever gossiped about someone. We haven't bashed someone. We have said a couple times, we're like, nah, we don't believe in that to be true. But then we don't hold it back. Like we don't like talk about it all day long and worry about it and try to do research on it and all the things. It literally doesn't matter. How can we continue to be the best? How can we continue to grow? How can we be those standout citizens? How can we be the standout business owners? Like what do we need to do right now in order to keep growing in, in order to be like the best of the best? And how can we keep our integrity? Like that's one thing that you and I totally hundred percent have in common. And I think that's the reason why we're so close is because our integrity means everything to us. Like I do not give flying fuck if I make another dollar in my life, if it has to bend 
But if I have to bend over to do it, I'm not doing it. Like I just, I can't. And I think you're very, very much the same. You are who you say you are. You're passionate about what you are. You're not going to say that you have another zero in your bank account just to impress other people. And that's something that I think so many people, you know, think they have to do in order to get to a certain level. And, you know, let's just kind of say it. I know there's going to be some people out there listening who look at you and I and think that we're some sort of fucking special unicorns. Like, it's true because like when we first started, like I'm just going to say it as it is because I know that there's people like listening, thinking I could never do what they could do. How are they successful? I'm not like them. I'm not this. I'm not that. And that's just a fucking lie that's keeping you safe because neither one of us started like this. And this is where I get passionate. Well, we went through my old YouTube, so you know I didn't start here because I have a YouTube account that's really old and they got to see my wood paneling um, room that I ended up renovating. You know, we used to get a paycheck that was $833.33 every two weeks. So I totally know what it's like to be on that other side. I also know that while money is amazing to have, it's honestly just a resource now to help me to get into these rooms and get around the people that I really know are investing in themselves. But that's a hard, you know, a hard one. I know so many people right now will go, well, I'm not like Christina and I'm not like Amy. Well, you know, that right there is going to stop you and halt you from really attracting anyone of value to yourself because you're already saying I'm not valuable I'm not worthy of having that and I did that for years and it's why I just stayed in that same place versus now I mean coming here for eight days it's like a high I can go home and I have like this new identity shift and like Christina said everything we've talked about has been so positive and this is something I ask my own clients even if their goal is just fat loss it's this look around you and think of the five friends that you have are you talking a lot about past? Are you talking about what happened last week? Are you gossiping about what that friend did? Or are you getting long conversations with them and you're talking about your goals, your future, what's coming up in 2021, et cetera, et cetera. That is the biggest key difference in other friendships versus the high vibing ones. When me and Christina are talking, we're talking about how we're going to like dominate this year and what we're going to do to add value to our own communities. We haven't talked anything about the past or like, remember that time when we, that just doesn't happen. And that is one thing that I think in, you know, these friendships that suck you, it's all about what happened at work yesterday and who wronged you there. You have to stop and go, does this friendship really serve me? And it doesn't mean you got to go like break up with your friends officially, but I will say my circle over the last few years has completely changed. It's not because I've had to do a breakup. It's because I'm attracted to the person that's not gossiping. That's really like wanting to see me succeed. You know, both of us, I don't want to see Christina win, 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 win all the time. I'm not threatened. I'm not jealous. Like I'm like, girl, we got to make your podcast number one. And that is what a true friendship is all about. And you really do want to do that assessment. Seriously, write down your friend's names and start to assess the next week when you get on a call with them, or if you text with them, what are your conversations like? Is it bashing things all the time? Or is it like, Asking about what you want to do. What are your goals? What are your dreams? Because those always come up with us. Yeah, I love that so much. Oh, gosh, there's just so many things that we could touch on. But yeah, my husband and I went on a walk yesterday while we gave Amy. And, and that's the thing, too. We've both really done a good job keeping our routines a little bit here, keep giving each other the space. You know, that's something, too, that I think so many people think is that you have to be like constantly like in your face all the time. And, you know, what are they doing 24-7? And I'm like, okay, we're going for a walk. You're like, okay, amazing. I'm going to have a nap or I'm doing some work or whatever. And we're just creating that space, too. But Nathan and I were on a walk and we were talking 
very much about, you know, someone, um, someone that he knows and how it's amazing how much they've changed by who they surround themselves with. And sometimes it's a spouse. And I just want to say, I'm God, I'm just so thankful that, you know, uh, my spouse has, has got on board with being, you know, more in the high vibe. Like, how can we switch that? But we do find ourselves sometimes going, and, and we're not perfect. This is like what I want everyone to hear. So like Amy and I are talking about, you know, um, going back to Nathan and I, Nathan and I, we changed our, we changed our um, topic of conversation really fast. We were like, okay, this is kind of going down a rabbit hole, bitching about things that we can't change. Okay, perfect. What can we, or what is so high vibe right now? We go back to our five things. You know, we always do five things of gratitude, each of us back and forth on the walks. And sometimes we do it 20 times if we, if we have to raise our vibration. But one thing Amy and I were talking about is the future stuff. We were talking about like, what are we going to do next? How can we do this? What should we do there? And it's interesting. I know that there's so many people that hold them back from doing these things. I want to be the first person to say when Amy came to me with like a couple of these ideas, my stomach drops. I get nervous. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, what are we going to do? This is going to be a lot of planning. Like, is it going to work? Like all of the things, because, you know, I have old stories in my head about, you know, things that were difficult um, in, in regards of doing big events and things like that. But the only difference between doing it and not doing it, like, or where we're at is the fact that we're scared too, but we're going to do it. And I just think that that is honest to God. Like, I just want you to listen, like every fear you're having in your body, every, like, I could never do that. <laughs> the only difference is, yeah, I feel the exact same way, but we're just going to fucking do it. And, and it's going to work because we're just deciding it is. And we take the action and, and no matter what, we'll just figure it out. I agree. And being uncomfortable, I truly believe is where we grow anyways. So me being here and getting nervous prior to coming, I was the same. I'm like, my kids better behave themselves. We better not bug her. You know, um, we all want to just show up and just, you know, not inconvenience people. Like that's one of my big things yet. You know, here's the thing. If I wouldn't have allowed this to happen, I don't get, I don't allow Christina then to shine in helping me. And that's something I've had to learn too, is that Sometimes you letting go is the blessing that you need to give someone else. Like I remember years ago, I, I had a friend that was like, you never let me help you. And I'm like, I just don't want to inconvenience you. She goes, have you ever thought that maybe it would make me feel good to help you because I like to help. And I'm like, Ooh, I didn't even think about that because she's like, I've seen you struggle so much. I mean, I'd be sad if I knew that you were on the side of the road, you know, try to change your own tire or whatever. And so a lot of times you do need to flip that and go, okay, this is something that she's going to grow from as well. Because otherwise, I mean, I would have been like in a hotel, hire a nurse. I didn't want to inconvenience. Whereas now, if we both journal on this, this experience, it's been so many facets of, you know, learning about ourselves, but also learning about you. You know, I love to see you in your element with Nathan and just, you know, having us come in with kids and, I mean, come on, she let Leilani play with slime. Guys, and her house is like, I think it's white, the whole thing. <laughs> I love it. And like, that's so important to me too, because like, I just never want to, you know, I never want to give someone the idea that I think being clean is more important than 
being a human and enjoying yourself. And that's a story that I've had to rewrite because I have tied a lot of calmness to having clean, like everything picked up and a routine and I can feel calm. And this has just been a really beautiful experience. And by the way, your kids are like amazing. They haven't done anything wrong. Oh my God. I have like the blackest hardwood floors. Like my hair shows up, like it's going to be, it's going to look messy. But yeah, I think that that's super important is to realize that, you know, it's not always going to be easy, but you have to be willing to step into it. And she's hundred percent right. Like me being able to help her is the biggest blessing for me to be able to say, like, you had such a rough go. Oh my God. If I can take 10 days and just like fucking do your laundry, that makes me feel so happy and like, make sure you're tucked in and all of the things. And you have been such a gift to me in business wise. Like, don't get yourself wrong there, sister. I'm going to ride you like a rented mule when it comes to like doing this, this, all these things that we have coming out. But that's like the give and take of a friendship. And that's the reason why you need really great female friendships and, and, and friendships in general, but just high vibrational friendships. And let yourself be vulnerable. Let yourself find these people and don't tell yourself that you can't do it. Like, that's just like the number one thing. Like Amy said, it's, it's just like, you're telling yourself you can't have it even before you get it. And like that, of course, you're not going to get it. So you have to be open to that for sure. Yeah. I just feel like that's really important for people to learn is that we, you know, we are unicorns because I believe everyone who does something like this is a unicorn, but you you can join our tribe. You can be in our unicorn tribe. I mean, it's it's so true. And I'm excited for what this year has coming. I'm excited for our friendship as it goes from here. You know, it, it, it feels like this awkwardness of like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen after this? Because I'm so excited for everything that's coming from you for you this year. And I'm excited for what's coming for me too, because I have you as a mentor in business to be able to look forward to seeing what all that you've done and how I can learn from you. We definitely want to do a bunch of things together because you guys have been asking for that. And I, I want to, because I want to show people that yes, we are special unicorns, but you can do this too. And I want to see people thrive. You and I, that is the one thing that we a hundred percent agree on. Like, I don't like the bullshit of, I want to see someone else thrive. And yet I kind of hold myself back from that or you like don't promote someone or all the things like that's some bullshit. And I don't ever want to be that person. Like I don't ever want to be too big for my britches. I don't ever want to, for someone to go, Oh, you've changed. Well, I have changed in so many ways, but I don't want to change on being a douche for sure. I totally agree. And if you are right now saying, cause I think people think we're really outgoing or we're naturally this way. I'm not. So if you are going to come to an event or, you know, hopefully you'll come to our event or maybe a retreat or something is create a character. So my, that weekend I went to Fouts Foundations. I create characters because I know I am actually like an introvert extrovert. So like, get me on this podcast where no one's in here and I'm amazing. But if you put me in a room full of women, I immediately like, I'll shut down. I, I even think like I Googled actually, my husband saw me do this. I Googled like what to say in conversations because I was so afraid. So I used to go up to my room in the hotel and I would then practice putting on my character. My character was Sarah Blakely because Sarah Blakely to me is just like carefree. She doesn't care what people think. And I love that because I obviously being insecure at times, I'm like, what are they going to think of me? Are they going to this and that and this and putting that on? It's, it makes it so much easier to be like, okay, well, this is what Sarah would do. And eventually it becomes you. Now I don't need to put on a character when I go into like a big event, but man, starting that year, I had to big time because 
I was limiting myself on things of the past. And again, you can be anything you want to be. Like you can change who you are if you're sitting there going, I'm not that kind of person. I don't like to socialize. I only talk to guys. Like those are just like limiting beliefs that, you know, you get to keep those if you continue to say those things. So um, I just am excited for this year. I already know that Christina is going to like dominate this space. I send everyone your way because I believe so much in you and just what you've done for me. And I haven't had to pay for it, which by the way, I am going to be her client officially because she's finally going to agree to it. But that's how much I do believe in her in, you know, so if you're listening and you're like, I need a one-to-one coach, I need a mastermind. I need something like that. Christina is your girl. See, on like unbridled, just pure promotion for me, just like out of out of her, the kindness of her heart, and I just adore her and respect her so much. Um, okay, so let's not let's end this podcast with something like super fun because we're standing in front of each other. She's in my house. She's been here for like eight days. What has been the absolute hardest thing about living with me for the last eight days? No privacy with the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. And you've been so welcoming and made me feel better. But it is already like one of those things that I have like panic about. Like I'm the person that will go to the lobby because I don't want in the bathroom, like turn on all the fans and the noise. I guess I just assume that women don't do that. And so she has made me feel really, really comfortable with that, which I'm surprised because normally I'd be like sickly by the time I leave here. So that's been the one thing. That's so hilarious. I love it because she does get up in the middle of the night to try to go because I know you're like, no one else is awake. The bathroom's really far away. And I was like, I could care less. I live with a man. Like, there's nothing that you can do that he has not done before or that myself have not done before. Like, I just don't care. I think going to the bathroom is one of the greatest things ever. It makes me feel so light. So I'm like, I don't give a shit where I have to do it. I will do it anywhere. This is so much. TMI, but there's not going to be tons of men listening to this, but if you are, your wife does take a shit. So there's that. Um, okay. What has been the best part about being here? Uh, the best part is honestly seeing your authenticity. Honestly, that first day while she was gone, I came in her office and I saw that she had a little like reminder on a, on a little vision board type thing. And I just love that because I have the cheesy vision board at home. I saw hers in her closet that has her goals on it. And I'm like, yes, she is like me. Like she really is doing all the things that she says she's doing. And that just was so refreshing for me. And it shouldn't surprise me because again, you attract a lot of those same values that you have yourself. And so I I think that was just like such a, a breath of fresh air is that you legit live it. And that matters so much to me because I've seen so many people in the last couple of years that I've been like, wow, you don't really make that much or wow, you don't really do this on your own. And that above all matters to me is just like, it's, it goes along with the ethics and integrity is like, you really are who you say you are. Well, thank you. That does make me feel pretty good. I mean, there is some secrets and I'm sure she's like, oh my God, really? You do that? Oh my God. Oh God. Um, okay. What else? What's another fun question that I should really be asking you during this time? Um, what does everyone want to know about us living together? Like, would you ever do this again? Absolutely. I would. And if I wasn't injured right now, I think it'd be a little bit different. I loved seeing you that day that you got up late, um, and, and be able to handle it like a champ. I mean, owning it. And I think that's important too. She didn't lie to me and act like she was just all good. She's like, didn't get up. Don't really like that. Like, I think that's important too, is showing like we have these times where, you know, we're not as happy about things and, and her course correcting herself, because I know how much my morning routine matters to me. And you handled that like a champ. So that was 
a really good just lesson for me to see because I can really be grouchy about those kinds of things because I really want things the way I have. And then also just your compassion. I mean, you holding my arm, you know, I had a rub, like things like that. Like I always, I just forget how much a girlfriend can really help you in that way. I mean, I had a real crying moment yesterday and, you know, I just, I sobbed to you and, you know, you just hugged me and I would have never shown that, you know? So I think it, it, again, it has to happen in these moments. And I would want to do this again to have that opportunity again. Yeah, that's so good. And you know, it has taught me so much too. Like I, I, I love having your girls here because I obviously not having children, not wanting children of my own, but it's been good to see them, how they interact, like how, you know, how they, how they do their day. Like, I know that sounds so random to so many people, but I'm like, Oh, I'm like, wow, look at you. Okay. You do like normal human things. That's amazing. But you have taught me too. One thing that I will say that I just love about you is you're dancing and you're fun. Like you're sporadic and you're fun with your girls. And I am not like that. Like uh, that is the one thing Like we did dancing videos one night cooking chicken. It is very, very rare for me to be more of like a kid type situation because it's very much serious all the time. And like, I remember I like, I even told my mom, don't dance, don't do that. Like, that's just really weird. And like, I don't, and I, I feel bad for doing that because it is so good. And I have to do some work on what that means and why I hold myself from having that type of fun. Nathan and I dance in the backyard every once in a while, but it's definitely not something that's normal to me. And I love the fact that you have fun with your kids. And I definitely want to add more of that into my life. I think that that's been a huge lesson for me this week. And the fact that um, I know now that I do not have kids for sure because there's far too much candy in this house. And I have zero, zero willpower. I'm like, oh God, just go to bed so you quit eating the mini eggs and all the things. Um, but it's just so interesting to me. And I found it so fun. I would keep you guys here for like a whole nother month if I could. It, it's just been super interesting. And I think it's really good for us. And I was I was so nervous about it because I was like, oh God, by next Monday, we'll shoot our Wednesday zero whenever you're leaving will she ever want to come back but I'm, I'm thinking that you'd come back I would totally come back and my girls would come back like I've seen you for someone that doesn't have kids I mean my hat's off to you because you've embraced it you've I mean even if it's stressed you you certainly haven't shown it and that like means the world to me because I was you know nervous and worried about that whereas man she like made cake pops I mean she's done things that I don't even like to do with my kids I am usually the control freak that's like I'm making the recipe I, I watched her let Leilani like mix the bowl last night and I'm thinking I so would not be allowing that right now and making a mess in the cups and that is I mean huge so I've seen a whole other side of you with my girls and they'll never forget this weekend that this this 10 days for sure Okay. Well, so good. I loved it. I'm so glad that we did this in person. If we think about another one before we, uh, before you leave in the next couple of days, we'll definitely record another one well, since we're in person, but you guys, we enjoyed it, loved it. And let us know how we can always serve you because that truly is at the end of the day, our mission on how we can do that. And there's no um, value that we can't always try to bring because we just feel like that's one of the keys to our success. So don't ever be afraid to be who you are, to add value. And until next time. Y'all, I am unbelievably grateful at how many of you are resonating with this podcast. I also know that many of you are asking yourself, Gosh, what difference in my life and my business would it make to have a coach 
walking beside me day in and day out to make sure I show up deciding it is my turn. You guys, this is exactly what I do in my coaching practice. And I would love to jump on a free discovery call with you to see if you and I would be the perfect fit to make sure you show up every single day confidently in your purpose, making a profit and living a life that you love. Check the show notes to book that call or the link in my Instagram bio. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.